This is Sergei Brazhnikov, narrator of The Rise of King Osiris, podcast by J.V. Torres. You are listening to the CQP Moments Podcast. I can't even, I can't even right now. I have an amazing guest coming up, Mr. J.V. Torres. If you've been paying attention to the Facebook page, you know I have been waiting on this interview. Um, Yeah. So I do have a bit of a disclaimer before we go to take a break for our sponsor. I said Orson Welles, but I did mean H.G. Wells, who is the author of War of the Worlds. So yeah, don't don't go there with me, people. I, I did make a mistake. I was fangirling out again. But uh, let's take a moment out for our sponsor. And... We will be right back. Okay, JV, tell my listeners who you are. (laughs) I'm JV Torres. I am a podcaster, teacher, musician, writer. I do a lot of things. I wear many, many hats. Uh, Professionally, I'm I'm a teacher and public schools, but I'm also an author. I write books. I've written um, textbooks for English learners. I'm currently working on my first novel, and uh, that's uh, something that a project that I began a couple of years ago having to do with the podcast, how I got into podcasting. Really, it's, it's one big convoluted story, honestly, to be honest with you about it. But uh, I do a lot. Let me tell you something. Hold on. Hold on. There is nothing convoluted about that story. (laughs) I sat there and I have been sending people over to that podcast. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like like Orson Welles, like War of the World. Like I'm sitting there and I'm like. And I had to keep reminding myself. I'm like, this is just a story. This is just a story. This is just a story. Like. This, but the thing is, like, I guess really for me, this is like appeals to the nerd in me. And and I honestly have to say that because I, I love the War of the Worlds radio broadcast. Yeah. I sat there all freaked out, like, like under a blanket, but I loved it. So <laughs> well, for me, there was nothing convoluted about this story. I love your writing. I, I, I am such a fan. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, you know, it's, 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 it all stems from a lot of different things, LaShonda. It's like, um, 
when when I was doing my research for uh, the textbook that I'm work that I've been working on that I published, um, as a, I'm, I'm really in, I'm I'm really into linguistics. I study linguistics, and so I wanted to study patterns of how people speak from like way back in the day, like back with you know, you know. Um, the old CBS radio detective stories before television. And if you listen to, right. if you listen to people, how they spoke English, how they would speak back in those days, there was a lot of, there's a big difference in intonation and all that stuff and how they would, yes. how they would say their speech. And once I started listening to that, because I was listening for these, for these nuances, really, I, I started to really get into the detective story. I was getting into these old dramas, you know, and right. I, I, re I realized it was like I was getting unhooked and I actually listened to the world of worlds like the one you were mentioning, the original one. Uh, and that's what got me into it. And I started listening to modern podcast shows. And that's kind of what what led me to the Rise of King of Silence, which is a podcast that you're referring to. So right. it's, it is all kind of connected. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. It's all better. It's all connected. Right. Yeah. You know? In that, uh... but I mean, if l let me tell you guys, I, 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 you know, guys, I hate to keep cutting a, a guest off, but there is not like you have to listen to this podcast from the beginning. There is no jumping in the middle. There is no okay. We're skipping to the end. The rise of King. Oh my gosh! It's it's just like. I sat there and I actually, I was, I was making dinner and, and I kid you not, I was like, oh shoot, if I don't pay attention to what I'm doing, my food is going to burn. <laughs> and, and, and that's what it was. Like, there are people that get into this story and I mean, they, they are die. There's a lot of diehard fans and I, I'm really honestly very flattered that people are really into the show and it challenges me to continue with the storyline and keep it going to where it's really interesting. It just becomes a really big epic story as you, as you progress in the, in the storyline. So like now, you know, right. but now we're like in the summer and like school's finishing and now I have the summer ahead of me and I'm, I'm actually called some of my friends who are in, in the show that are some of the actors in the show. And I'm like, Hey, let's get together. I really want to throw some ideas at you about the upcoming season. And I didn't I have never I didn't do that before. I you know, I kind of just locked myself in my room and and just kind of came up with this stuff and just you know, drove my wife crazy of course, but um it was my way of just kind of bringing this world to life. But now I want to I want to throw another wrinkle in it. So I'm taking different approaches to try to get different angles, get different voices in there if you will uh, it's just becoming such a big story it's a, such a huge story and people who uh it is you know and, and and i think the thing is that the i think to me one of the greatest things about this i honestly have to say is that i can't see it anywhere except for being a podcast and 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 the reason being is because your own imagination gets to take over. Yeah. I have no idea what these people look like 
in your mind, but I know what they look like in mine. And I'm like, right, right. Second Civil War, like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's one of those things, but you know, you make these connections, and this, I get this a lot from, from people who listen to the show. They, they make a lot of connections to what's happening now in our, in our current exactly. world. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it's not coincidence that you'll as you go as you go along and as you're listening to the episodes that there'll be these little nuggets, these little things that are like, hey, wait a minute, that that really is connected to today. Those aren't those right. aren't coincidences. Like I put them there because the story is actually it's really funny, Lashawn. It's because the the story takes place in, in the future, right? But, right. But it's being narrated as if it's already happened in the long in the distant past. So you're kind of caught in this, it's happening in the future, but it already happened, <laughs> you know? Right. And, and I think that was, that was, that was the really cool thing about it. It's like, okay. And this guy is like, he sees this need and he sees this ability to take over and like the whole, like, it was just like, wow. Okay. And there are several times when I'm just like standing there and I'm like, mind blown <laughs> so yeah that was the intention I, I mean i am i'm so telling people about your story so yeah. for those catching up for those that don't know we are talking about the podcast the rise of king cyrus like i just oh my gosh yeah Oh my god. So like, okay. You you okay. You're a teacher and you're like doing all this stuff. Where did you even find the time to do this? Like I sometimes I don't even remember what I had for dinner last night. Like <laughs> You know, I think that's something I think that's something that uh it, it I grew up with three sisters, okay? And, okay. And one of the things that I picked up and I learned from my sisters is their abilities to multitask. I think, okay. you know, and I, and I don't want to get into a big debate about, you know, the differences between men and women or anything like that. But I think men, I think generally can, we can, we, we're okay with admitting that we're kind of one track minded or we focus on one thing at a time. We concentrate on one thing at a right. time. Right, right. And it, it may be a stereotype, but, you know, sometimes women are just better at multitasking. So it's right. one of those things that uh, I kind of picked up some some ideas on, on how to do that. Um, I read somewhere that uh, the right brain is controlled. The right brain controls the left part of your body and the right part of your brain or the left part of your brain controls the right part of your body, etc. So I taught myself yeah. taught myself years ago to write with both hands. And to do things with both hands, like uh-huh. I, you know, play tennis or I'll, I'll play ball, and I'll use both the hands because I wanted to. I, somewhere, at somewhere in the past, I decided that if I used both hands and I became really good at it, that I would use both parts of my brain and I would be able to multitask a lot better. So that's how I'm able to. I compartmentalize a lot throughout the day. I. I I keep my schoolwork in this part of my head, and then I keep my creative stuff on this part of my head, and then all my chores that I got to do when I get home in this part of my head. So it's just it's just really a matter of compartmentalizing in my head. It's how I'm able to to do a million things at once. 
Otherwise, I think I'd go wow. insane. <laughs> I think people, most people would just go insane. You know, they just they just focus on one thing at a time. And yeah, I can't do that. My brain doesn't work. Yeah. That. Wow. <laughs> so, what made you decide that? Okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Not only am I gonna do this as a podcast, so it comes off as an audio book. But what made you say, okay, I definitely have to have actors for this? Well, because um, these are very heavy subjects that are topics that are in the story, and and I wanted the I wanted the voices to reflect that. So of course, mm. the, king, the king is very rough and he's very tyrannical in many ways. So his voice has to be very. Right. I play him very well because I come from a rough background or whatever. But, you know, there are certain people that have certain qualities that, you know, since we can't see it, like you had mentioned earlier, we, it's not, there's not a visual to this yet. Uh, so you have to use your mind to imagine. So the voices have to correlate with that. So, like, for example, his best buddy uh, Capone is kind of like this drinking, womanizing guy. and He's got a really gritty voice. Right. I think that reflects that in some ways. It kind of stereotypically does. Um, and, right, right. You know, so, like, uh, he, he has this fascination with this young girl. So, of course, I grabbed, uh, I got a young girl to, a really young girl voice to kind of reflect that. And the queen is, you know, very airy in her way. And she's got that kind of a slight British accent. So it sounds very queeny, you know. So uh, there, are, when I go and I cast for actors, voice actors, I'm really listening for nuance. I'm really looking for something very, very, very specific and so that these voices would stand apart. I don't know if you listen to a lot of other podcasts or not, but I do. And I hear a lot of voices right. that sound the same. I mean, I can't, it's hard for me to, to distinguish some of the some of the voice actors. Not that they're bad voice actors, right? I'm not I'm not saying that. And some of them are very good actors, but I, it's just hard for me to tell the difference sometimes. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. But I, it, it's like I and 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 I think that what you did is absolutely brilliant because in other words, it is something we're listening to and and the authenticness the authenticity of the characters and you're like okay like you said the difference between the king and his best friend and it's like okay yeah these are two different guys with two different personalities you don't have one person just reading saying you know they're not putting on a female's voice like yes and I so cute no it's it's like you know yeah I, you but know, it you do get the authenticity yeah i totally so i definitely want to avoid one they want the listeners to be confused with this character or that character and so it's like it's almost immediate when you hear them start talking you know immediately that it's that character right it's, right and that really annoys me with some other shows and i mean i listen to a lot of different shows and, I, and there's some of them that i really enjoy a lot um, but sometimes, like I said, it's just, it's, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but I, I think that is like one of the coolest things ever. Like, you don't know, I just sat there and I was like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and actually this was the first time in a long time that I can say, I was taken by a story 
And I think for me, like I said, not only did it bring me back to War of the Worlds, but it brought me back to kind of like, I don't know if, if you grew up on that, like that childhood kind of like reading rainbow thing where you got to be a part of the story. Yeah. You got to use your imagination. And, and that to me is like, I think for me with this, it's everything because it's like, yes, it's exciting. And guys, the writing on this is intense. This is not for the faint of heart. There are no cutesy, sparkling vampires. There are no superheroes. If you appreciate good writing and you appreciate intense drama and all that goes with it and a partial sci-fi feel, it's to me, it's more of a sci-fi drama fusion that you've got going on there. But it's so intense and it's so gritty and it's so raw, but it's just, it's almost like, the only way I can describe it is like you're hungry and you kind of like, you're like, I don't know, get me anything. And then someone brings you this burger, but it's like the best burger ever. <laughs> you didn't know where this burger was like for your entire life. That's your story. It's meat. It's meat. It's raw. It's bloody. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so amazing. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, yes, the cheese, the pickles, everything's right there. I didn't know I was missing this in my life. So, yes. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, that's great. That's a great compliment. Uh, yeah, I love cheeseburgers, you know. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, 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 you know what it is, Lashana? It's like, I, I, and I think that's kind of how you and I got connected in the first place. And that is that um, there are some things that, that have inspired me. There's some things that really shake me to my core, you know. You know, as I look around the world, as I as I start, you know, kind of thumbing through the story, the stories of the day, the news stories and whatnot. And there's a lot going right. on. Uh, without getting into any of those details, but there's just something screaming, you know, all over that creativity has to has to be untouched. Like you gotta have, you gotta let people create and not be confined because that's right I th and, and I think that's what it is it's, it's, it's the creativity is and, and I think you can appreciate this because um, I saw the need to homeschool behind it and it was like the creativity has been beaten out of our society and if we're not careful it it gets beaten out altogether yeah yeah but Maybe this is where our life's blood comes from this is where the passions reign yeah. and this is where you find out who and how people are and what really keeps them going yeah yeah, I mean, it's 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 almost like it should be a no-brainer, but for some people, it becomes too, it becomes political. It becomes, you know, social justice warrior. It becomes, you know, all of these things right. that have nothing right. to do with creativity. It just doesn't have anything to do with it. So, 
Like right. I'm, a, I'm a Shakespeare guy. You know, I grew up. Oh, I love Shakespeare. I grew up. With, I immersed myself in the greatest literary works that have ever that have ever been written. Those are my teachers. You know, and right. they, as you know, and, and as you read some of the greatest writers of all time, they they went wherever the line was. They they not only walked over, they jumped over, they leaped over that line because that's right. And, that's, and, I, and I think that's really what it is. Yeah, and you you have to do if you're a true artist. You know, you can't be confined. You can't you can't say, okay, well, this is as far as I can go because I don't want to, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z. Sorry, that doesn't work. I'm going to go over that, <laughs> beyond that, and, you know, right. I'm going to rock at you as I, as I leave. Because that's just kind of how, right. that's my personality. I know that's, I know I'm a little rough around the edges at times. I know that some people, you know, and I've gotten, you know, some static on Reddit and some other sites where people... You know, want to go at the, the go at me personally about the story, about the show, or whatever. And you know, that's I'm not going to give them any any you know any airtime on that. But you know, you got you, you can't you just can't be a box. You can't box in an artist. You just can't, especially not a writer. Right. Yeah, and I think really what it is, is I'll be very honest, in this social climate, I have made this joke several times, but it's almost like everything becomes so much about politics. It's almost as though you go, do you want vanilla ice cream or chocolate ice cream? Well, are you a Republican or a liberal? It's like, wait, what, what does my choice of ice cream have to do with my political party? I just wanted to know... Did you want me to put chocolate ice cream in a cup or <laughs> vanilla ice cream in a cup? Thank you. I mean, and you know, if you if you prefer one flavor over another, you know, more power to you. That's part of what being, you know, what part of freedom is all about. And really, I think, you know, as you, I don't know how far you got on the story, but as you progress in the story, you'll notice that that you know, freedom is is starts to get boxed in. Right. And, and if we're not careful as a society, as a world, really, if we're not careful and we allow ourselves to continuously get boxed in, that box is going to keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And before you know it, you're not going to be able to do anything without, you know, somebody down your throat. You know, I like the right. stretch arms. I don't know about you. I like elbow room, you know. I like a and nice... And that's what it's like, give, give, me, give me some room. Let me breathe. Let me be, you know. And, and then I think that's really what it is. Is but I love this. You don't know. I was like, I was sitting there and I'm like, finally, someone that gets me, someone that gets like, it's it doesn't have to be all that serious. But yeah, guys, as you go through the story, I do have to tell you, at there are points where you're going to have to remind yourself. You, this is just a story. A story. It's fiction. Because it was like, at one point I was sitting there, I'm like, okay, my heart is beating fast. Wait, we've got a king. What are we? And I'm like, wait a minute. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. But see, like, you can, you can, what, you can call it a king or you can call it whatever you want to call it. At some point, if you have a very top-heavy government system anywhere, like, I think there are some people that want that consolidation of power, you know, in right. the country in the United States. They want a consolidation of power. Why they want it, I can't think of a good reason for the life of me. But there are people that want that. 
and they think it's going to be better, but it isn't going to be better. It's going to be worse. It's going to be horrendously worse. Yeah, you know, and I think things get a lot worse before they ever get better. And and in the storyline, I kind of try to I try to mirror that in some ways. And it's kind of right. and I, where some people would be like, okay, well, that's just fantasy. That's fine. But there, it's that that fantasy is rooted. It's rooted in what's happening in our lives right now. In this right. And and it's super amazing. It's super amazing. So I have a question for you, though. In all of this, in all all of this craziness, and all of the busyness that you have going on, what is the one thing that keeps you going? Like, what makes you say, okay, I need to stay the course? Well, there's no, I don't think I'm ever satisfied with, with where things go. I mean, I'm always looking to, you know, if we have 10, 20,000 people that, that listen to the show, you know, I want to push for 40, 50, 100,000. And it's not because I just want bigger numbers because I have an ego or anything like that, <clears throat> but because more people who listen to the show and the more people who get into the show will start connecting the dots, you know, and there are, there are, there's a code in there. I, I don't make any secret of that. I think some people picked up on those codes. You know, that there is these little nuggets mm, right. on the way, little breadcrumbs, if you will, that lead you to the forest, you know, what's in the forest. So yeah. I know that for some people, right. I, 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 it's going back to that Shakespeare thing that I was talking about. Shakespeare used to write in, in much like a hologram. You look at it at one angle and it's one image. If you look at it at a different angle, it's a completely different image. And I kind of right. write, write it that way. That keeps me going because some people are going to see just that one image and some people are going to see a completely different image. And, right. And that's the challenge that I have, you know, as, as a producer of the show, as a writer of the show and whatnot, in that um, I, I'm constantly trying to either juxtapose that hologram or create new angles to the hologram so that people, when they they get deeper into the story, they start seeing what that is. That's really what kind of keeps me pushing forward with this because it, it, the challenge is never ending. The challenge is, it never ends. It will end when I'm no longer alive, but so long as I'm breathing, I'm going to be pushing myself to, to get to that Shakespeare plateau, if you, if you will. But here's something that I find really, really great. And, and I was actually, just saying this to someone else and it actually piggybacks on something that another podcaster said told me but the one thing that can't be taken back is the word once it's said Mm -hmm. so with all of that and all of this greatness that you have put out there even i mean no i am not wishing you into into death <laughs> but what I am saying is once you're gone, this the story still lives on. Sure. The story still so there are generations that will get to hear the story because you put it out there for the masses. You know, I'll so say- to the, even to that I have to say thank you because how many people actually go and I hate to say it this way, but how many people actually go to their graves with greatness? And their, their gifts never get to get shared with the world. Well, I mean, this is where you know we have we have the advantage of of that of that hindsight for those for those writers. If you're saying somebody like Edgar Allan Poe, I live in Baltimore, so 
Edgar Allan Poe's spirit is everywhere. Here's a man who died penniless, you know? right. but he's like a very, you know, uh, beloved poet and writer. Um, and, 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 and before, before you say anything, one of my place, favorite places to go, guys, in New York City is Poe Park in the Bronx with Edgar Allan Poe's cottage. Yeah. So, yeah, that's like one of my favorite places from like when I was like five. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I believe me, I'm not I'm not oblivious to this. And so I actually said this to my wife on a number of occasions where I said, you know, I'm actually writing for this. The people that I think are really going to enjoy this and people are going to really get it. Not to say that people alive or my contemporaries won't get it. But I think the people that are really, really going to dig in this are going to be people that I'm, you know, I'm going to be long gone from this earth when they do. Right. That's, like two three generations ahead i think but yeah i'm, I'm right. all, my mind is set that way though Lashana. My, my, my my mind is set that way so it doesn't matter if i if i don't become rich and famous because in my mind it's like you know if, if i don't do and i know i get this a lot of people like well you know you could have like the next the next uh uh the next game of thrones or whatnot and if that happens great i'd be very happy if that happens but it's not it's not something that's like, it's not a game break, game, game breaker for me. It's like, it's either, for me, it's like, I know what I'm aiming for and it's way ahead because I may never, I may never really know how that, how that ends up. And I'll be happy, right. I'll be happy going to my grave with that, knowing that I put out the best that I can do. And, and I think that's the coolest thing. I think that's the coolest thing is that. Honestly, in, in, in that way, I kind of wish there more, were more teachers like you, at least in this area, because, in other words, there is a passion behind it. There is a gift of giving behind it, and, and, and it's more than just a job. It's more than just a paycheck. It's more than just, in other words... You're there sharing with the next generation, this is what I have to offer. And you know, it, and it, you it, have to offer this too. It's so widespread. Like I, when I talk to my, my students, like we're doing this whole unit on money, you know, and I'll just make this one quick because it's, it's actually kind of, kind of neat. So we're talking about money, and of course I ask the kids, well, do you like money? And they're like, yeah, you know, of course, I love money. It's like, okay, well, can you tell me where money comes from? You know, and they're like, well, I guess you got to work for it. I said, okay, so you work for it. Where does your boss get the money from? You know, and so the, we kept, I kept digging and probing. And they're like, okay, well, eventually we got it to, to get it from the bank. Okay, where does the bank get the money from? You know, and then they're saying, well, uh, the government. Well, actually, the government doesn't print money anymore. It comes from the Federal Reserve, which is a private bank. So the banks that you and I go to, Wells Fargo and all these other banks, they go to... Federal Reserve, a, a bigger bank. And so we, we right. yeah, and their mind started to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. So that's right. So, like, if you take a loan out for, let's say, $10,000, are you going to pay back just $10,000? No. Okay. You got to pay back with interest, right? Yeah. Okay. So, right. so when the bank asks for money from the big bank, from the Federal Reserve, they have to pay back interest too, right? So it's essentially the, the Federal Reserve that's lending money to our government that's lending money to us, and we have to pay it back with interest. But here's the big kicker. The interest, where does that money come from? <laughs> <laughs> so they, one, little, 
the one little kid's like, well, I guess they got to borrow more money to pay the interest. And I said, exactly it. That's it. Bingo. So it's this perpetual debt. You are always going to be in debt. I am in debt. Right. We're just always in debt. I said, we're all obligated. Think about it. You come to school because you have to come to school. Right. I come to work because I have to come to work. It's, mm-hmm. Oh, this is like, it's just almost like in a way that we're forced into this. So if, it, if we're forced into this, well, what, what would you call that? <laughs> this little kid says, I guess we're all slaves then. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I guess we are because we're forced to do this. We're forced to do it. You know? So, it, and, and me, it was more of a matter of the kids opening their minds to the different, the different right. in our world. It, it really wasn't about whether it's bad or whether it's good. It was more matters like this is what we this is the world we live in this is the the society we live this is our, this is our country this is this is the reality of our world and kids don't open up their minds like that very often so I'm always I'm that guy I'm that teacher I I don't give them the answers I give them the questions I give them information and I give them questions and they give me the answers because that's the way it's supposed to be right. Right. Not, not, you know, I'm not digging into other teachers or anything, but you know, I know a lot of them just want kids to regurgitate, and I think the system is set up that way. They regurgitate, regurgitate. Right. You, you got to let these kids unlock it themselves because that's the future, everyone. Because I'm going to get old. I said I'm going to grow old, and I'm not going to be able to do this forever. And then you guys are going to come up. You guys are going to exactly. be the future store owners, the future mechanics, the future teachers. That's you. You know. No? And, and I think I think it's really cool that you are actually thinking of it that way because a lot of times and and I get on people for this a lot, but it's almost like you have people that are like, Oh, I wanna have a baby and it's like, listen, that baby has to grow up. That baby has to become a productive citizen. Yeah, that baby is cute for a few years because it's a baby for literally a few years let's say from birth to maybe about three but then we have to realize that this child has to grow and know how to become productive how they're going to grow up you are raising the next generation you are raising someone's boss someone's co-worker someone's husband someone's wife someone's mother someone's father (laughs) A podcaster. Yeah, a podcaster. (laughs) You know, you are raising a possible future president. Like, you you have to think about this. Important stuff, man. It's important stuff. And, you know, we can't can't sit there and and be like, well, you know, and and get all, start splitting hairs about what, you know, what, what is most important. What is important is something that is general. The information of what we of what we live, where we live, the way our our governments are set up, the way our our our, our communities are set up, the way our schools are set up. You know, these are these right. are these are the structures, these are the, the constructs, if you will, of of what we're supposed to thrive in. And if the systems right. of the constructs are corrupt, if the systems are, you know, lopsided where it favors one group over another. Um, we're never going to thrive. It's just not something that's conducive for society to thrive. And that's why I think we have so many problems because in, inherently a lot of these structures that we are, we are, uh, we're bound to are, are 
they're set up to where it's not it's not it's not fair to everybody. You know, this is a certain fairness that has to happen for a true democracy to flourish. And I think people have taken advantage on many levels. Mm-hmm. And, and we have a lot of people who scam. There's a lot of people who who steal. A lot of people. A lot of politicians who use their positions to make themselves wealthy. The corruption mm-hmm. and it's corruption. It's corruption, and, and it's it's not a small thing. It's it's a big thing, and it's having a major major impact on our on our country and our society. It's it's not something that that we people should take lightly. If it doesn't, you think it doesn't right. affect you, but it does. It affects you the same way that it affects me and our neighbors and everybody. Right. And, and and I think this is this is the one thing that I honestly say. I think a lot of times we. And this is with everything, and I, and I find this a lot is, and 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 I honestly will have to say I've been guilty of saying this myself. Where it's like, I'm going through this, and and no one knows what I'm going through. And the thing is, in some cases it may be true, but in other cases it it is not necessarily true. Because in other words, if one person is suffering. Someone else is suffering. You don't. You may not know that they're suffering, but but they are suffering too. So yes, in in some cases, yeah, they may not know exactly what you're going through, but in a general state, in a general state, they know what you're going through. Someone can sympathize. Someone can empathize. Someone can can say, okay. This is how we get through it. And I think this is what we need to focus on is, okay, I can say to you, hey, you know what? You're going through this and I may not have all the answers, but I'm going to take you as far as I can. I am going to point you in the right direction. I am going to show you to someone who can help you. And this is a lot of this is a lot of what we miss. In other words, it's kind of like, well, I got helped, but mm, mm, you need to pull yourself up. No. In other words, let's start putting it out there that, okay, I see that you need help and I am going to get you up off of the ground the best way I know how. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty eloquently put. I mean, uh, there there are certain things that, of certain degrees of sufferings that we all that we all have that we all share in some way. You know, I think Helen Keller said, you know, that she cried that she had no shoes until she met a man who had no feet. <laughs> you know, no matter how, right, and, that, and that's you know, what it is. No, no matter how bad we think we have it, there's always somebody that has it worse. So I mean, right, so, I, yeah. And it's really a matter of if you can do this without without looking for praise. And I think uh, right. I mean, there's some people that like to go around and they take selfies, you know, while they're helping victims of something. You know, if I'm going to help the homeless, if I'm going to, you know, feed somebody, if I'm going to, you know, donate clothing or whatnot, I don't tell anybody. Like, I don't say anything about it. Right. I don't I don't go around telling people how much I donate or how much of my time I give or any of that stuff. Right. I don't. I don't look at it as something that I I, sh- I I should get praise from my fellow man. I look at that as something that I just feel like I have a duty to do. And right. 
you know, I think we have a very self-absorbed. There's a lot of people. I'm not saying everybody, but there's a lot of people that are very self-absorbed, and you know, they're right. they're, they're more. They're, it's the selfie generation. You know, taking selfies everywhere, and, and rather than do you know, to help out somebody, like it's okay to, to to yell at the top of your to- top of your lungs. Hey, you know, we should be doing more for the homeless or whatnot. You know, well, what are you? You know, like like what are you doing for the homeless? You know. Yeah, so, really what are you doing for the homeless? Like, I, I, I could talk about some of the things I do personally, but again, that's not the sort of thing that I think I, I just, you know, I just don't want people to tell me, oh man, you know, you just do all this. I just rather, I'm a teacher. I think everybody knows that. And you know, if if that's if if I get some people who praise me for that, you know, that's great. Um, I do get paid for that, so it's not quite the same thing as you know me taking part of my money and, and giving it to somebody who's less fortunate. Right. No one's asking me to do that. I do it because I want to. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So this has been like it's been amazing speaking to you. So when does the next season come out? Like when? 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 When can we expect more? Season three will come out on Halloween. It always, of course, like the second season came out on Halloween and the third season is coming out on Halloween because there's a number of reasons, though, Lashana, because school begins back in September, you know? Right. <laughs> All of my, I, I have my little studio in my classroom where I do my recordings for, you know, and I'm not the only one. There's other teachers in my building that are involved in the show. So I have to wait until we all come back and when school's back in session, and that gives me about about two months to start putting all the the audio things together and start putting the episodes together. It takes a long time. It takes a long time. <laughs> it takes a long, long time. But uh, I'm actually this time around. I'm I have a new sound engineer that's going to help me out. That's going to work with me. It's the first time I have another person to do the sound with me. So I won't be completely. Okay. We're upgrading our system. We we're going from one system to Pro Tools. So the quality is going to improve a lot more. So, yeah, Halloween's our, our big launch date for Season 3. So, okay. Okay, so I'm I'm putting in my bid for, for like, a Season 3 exclusive. I, I, I honestly have to say that I... You you have a fan in me. I am putting in my bid for season three exclusive with you. So I'd love to have you back on when season three premieres. I, I really, really would. Um, because you guys really have to hear this show. The same way... Okay, let me tell you something. The same way you guys can binge watch Netflix... Like I said, when I listened to the first episode, I was sitting there and I was cooking and I was listening. So you get the option of still doing whatever you're doing and listening to this amazingly illustrated and orchestrated story. This is a piece of... I, and I don't use this lightly, but this is like a literary masterpiece. (laughs) You get to hear this. And I mean, honestly, you even saying that you love Shakespeare, you can tell your influences. You can tell it's all in there. So it's like, oh, okay. 
guys, this is, it's, I'm going to go so New York. This is like super dope. It, it, it is super dope. Like there is no, there is no question about it. It's super dope. Like, I think this is the second time I have officially fangirled out on my own podcast. So yes, right now I, I am having a fangirl moment. But yeah, it is it is super dope. Like so Lashana, I'm gonna have to before we do that, I'm gonna have to send you a copy of the novel when it's complete. Yes, please. Oh my gosh, yes, please. And I'll be this way and I'll give you I, oh my gosh, like, you can read it and then be like so then you'll have the novel and then you'll also have the upcoming episode, so it'll be like a double whammy sort of thing, you know? Okay, so like guys, he officially made my day right now. He officially <laughs> made my day. I, I, I am like fangirling out right now. <laughs> so yeah. And tell everyone where they can find this amazing story. Like where can they find you? How can they contact you? How can how how can they get in contact with the king, man? Well, the king <laughs> always on well, the king is on Twitter. He's <laughs> <laughs> like another powerful man is be on in, in this country. He's always on Twitter. The king, <laughs> the king is is on Twitter all the time. Uh, you can get him at at King of Silas. You can find me. I'm also on Twitter at JV Micah. Uh, Facebook, okay. Facebook is is another spot you can find me. I, th- I think that's where I found you. Right. Have you? I uh, think you like. Did you like the page yet? There's a page on Facebook. King of Silas. There's two of them. I'm not sure. I am not sure. I will be very honest. I have been so into doing stuff. So yeah, I, I don't think I did though. Um, if it's, it's to me the face the Facebook page is 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 okay. I think most of my interactions within most of the most of the feedback that I get is on Twitter. I mean, most of the interaction okay. I have is on Twitter. Um. There's also the website. It's also a lot of traffic on the website. It's uh, theriseofkingofsilas.com. Um, if you want on your show or whatever on your fan page or on your on your Facebook page, you can maybe just drop a link there so people can find it. Um, and I'll send you that. So, guys, the information will be in the show notes and on the Facebook page. It will be on the Coupon Queen Pen Facebook page. So, I mean, like, I really... Guys, catch up with this story. I promise you, you will thank me. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 one place you can you can find me um, on there. And really, it's just on on all the all the platforms that have podcasts: Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Google, Google Play, um, Spotify. Uh, yeah, we just got on Spotify. We're we're basically, you know, you could always just Google King of Silas, and there's there's like a thousand different platforms you can find. Okay, are you on Podcoin? You know, I'm not sure, but if we if we look, Podcoin. I don't think I know that. Podcoin. Um, let me see if you are on Podcoin. Um. Because if you are on Podcoin, people can get paid to listen to you. Actually, yes, you are on Podcoin because I, I was listening to you on Podcoin. Ha ha. Yes. In it's it's hard. It's hard to. It's fact, hard not in to fact, find you're. <laughs> it's hard to not find me. 
Uh, so, yep. yeah, you are on Podcoin. Yeah, Podcoin, uh, Radio Public is the other one, the other paid one. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, guys. Guess what? And here's the cool thing about Podcoin, and the reason I asked this is because not only does does he get the listens, but you guys actually get paid when you listen to our shows and our podcasts on Podcoin. And it pays you so that you guys can either get gift cards or you can donate to your favorite charity. So, yeah, definitely do that. I'm, you know, I'm all for everybody. Everyone has to get paid, honey. Everyone needs a piece of the pie. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I've been fortunate, Lashana, because uh, much of the, 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 the expense for this, for the production, because it's, it's, <laughs> it's cost a little bit of money to make, uh, comes from the book sales that I have from the, from the textbooks that I've written. So, right as of right now it's being funded by solely by my public publication company my publishing company but uh, we just start we just opened up a, a store on tea public if you know if you like it there's t-shirts coffee mugs you name it any any kind of merchandising stuff with with uh, all kinds of um, different designs for the from the show on tea public um, so we just started that but also, I'm encouraging people to join our our mailing list. You can find the mailing list when you find us on 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 Twitter and also on our website. Oh, cool! And then once you join the when you, once you're on the mailing list, then we send out these uh, these uh, e email blasts, and then sometimes we we give out prizes, we give out T-shirts, we give out merch for people who are on that list. So it's don't be a you know. I always tell people get on the mailing list because we always give stuff out. Sometimes it's random, sometimes it isn't, but uh, we we like to we like to give stuff away. So, but wow. it's, it's only on our mailing list that we do that. Everybody else, you know, they have to buy the t-shirts. But if you're on that mailing list, sometimes we give them out. So, cool, cool. Hey, it does cost. So guys, get on the mailing list. Don't the don't sleep. <laughs> you 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 know I love I love a free thing I, I love free things so if don't don't say oh yeah well the coupon queen pin had on this great guy and now we have to buy the merchandise get on the mailing list you could win a t-shirt yeah like come on well I know like when the when the book comes out later this summer um there we're we're gonna pick like ten to fifteen people from that list that are gonna get free copies autographed copies of the novel so. You know, it's there'll be 10, 15 people on that list that'll just be randomly selected. You know, and we'll give them, and the, we're going to be giving out T-shirts, stickers, and I mean, it's hard to not get something. Let me put you that. Yeah. So, guys, you got to be in it to win it. It's like, yeah. don't complain about the lotto, not winning the lotto if you never play. So, don't complain about not getting anything for free if you never put your name in. You got to put your so, email yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, but get us on. And you know, that's, that's another thing. I could send you that info too later, and you can share that with your listeners, Lashonda. That would be yeah, fun. definitely, definitely, definitely. I definitely will. Great. So it's been great having you. Oh, like, oh, like, like I said, I am. I am definitely putting my bid in for when 
the new season comes out, I, I, I need to have that interview with you. I really, really do. Um, so maybe we can do that early, sometime early October. I don't know what the what the time is between your when you record and when you put them out, when you put your shows out, your episodes. Um, actually, no. The timing between, like, in other words, it would be around the time of your premiere. It would be around the time of your premiere. Okay. So, All right. in other words, that's what we would do. We would make sure that it's timed perfectly with your premiere, and we get that out. And even if you want to bring um, one of your actor, your voice actors along, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, of course. Uh, maybe you like. You, I think you would like talking to uh, the narrator, Sergey Brezhnikov. He, oh, please. The, the yes, please. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes, please. <laughs> Brezhnikov is, he's, he's that guy. Let me tell you, I love Sergei Brezhnikov. The narrator for the show has got a very unique voice. And he's Russian, yes. right? He's yes, Russian. he does. He's Russian. He, was, he learned English in England, right? So he's Russian, but he's got that English accent, sort of. And uh, he's got so many great stories about the Soviet Union. Funny stuff. The guy's a very funny man. I mean... He sounds very serious on the show, but once you get the dome and he opens up, I mean, he's he's got so many stories from the old Soviet Union. He loves telling old old Soviet stories. It's really good stuff, and it's it's really really fun. So I'll I'll ask him along for the next for the next time the next go around. You can talk to him. Yeah, he'll be a writer. The coolest thing is he he reminds me of Patrick Stewart. He's like a cross between Patrick Stewart and Sean Connery, yeah. and I'm like so in love with that. Ways. It's like okay, just keep talking. Just keep <laughs> talking. So I'm pretty I'm pretty sure during that during that interview you may have to like keep checking my pulse to see if I'm like still there. But yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll, be, he'll be great. When I see him tomorrow, I'm gonna tell him, hey, you we, I you, you don't know it, but I, I, I just committed you to a uh, an interview. I'm sure he'll get a real blast kick out of that. He's he's such a fun tell, tell him, tell him. Someone is in love with his voice. <laughs> oh, he's gonna he has a voice admirer. <laughs> well, what is this so, show going to come out so I can share this with him so he can hear, hear you say that? Guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Seriously. I mean... You just have to check out the rise of King Osiris. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. It really, really is. So go over to the podcast. The information is in the show notes. And, um, Find out about my new favorite fictional obsession. So, as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.